0: One day my wife came to me in tears. When I came inside, you were motionless. I saw tears in your eyes. I've seen them often, and I was afraid that you were dying. Since Christmas, something strange has been happening. It's as if God's presence has become more real as I take time daily to seek Him. The last few days especially, there has been a deep weeping that shows up when I draw near to the Lord. It's like a deep burden that can linger for some time, even after I walk away from devotions. The day the U.S. Capitol was overrun was when it really began. It's taken time to understand what the Holy Spirit is up to. Pastor Hardica has been talking about the glory of God on life journeys, and today we'll see that his glory is both the root of freedom and its lack is the root of sin. Whether it be personal or national, our future is going to be determined by how we relate to the glory of God. Is that my eternal life that I see in the majestic light show as the aurora borealis dances across the northern sky? Is the thunder I hear merely a distant echo of the roar of the seraphim as their wings cover the throne of God? Isaiah saw the Lord on his throne and heard these heavenly beings declare, the whole earth is full of his glory. When God speaks, his breath can stop the wind. His decree can cause the earth to stand still. The light of the sun around which planets are held in tow sustains all the life that came from his word. All of God's creation is an image of his glory. Thus, I've sought to see God's glory all around me. For Jesus said, He that seeks God's glory is true, and there is no unrighteousness in him. But what was happening within me as I've sought the Lord lately? And what does that have to do with the night sky? Romans says, For the invisible things of him from the creation of the world are clearly seen, being understood by the things that are made, Even his eternal power and Godhead. Seeking the glory of God instead of the glory of man's ability, esteem, and potential lies at the heart of men knowing God. When you seek the presence of God and begin to experience the glory of the Lord, something unexpected can happen. When you see his glory, you also start to feel his heart. All of creation is groaning to birth that for which it was originally created, to be a vessel filled with the glory of God, and the glorious liberty of the children of God. There is an intercession that can come upon anyone who draws near to the heartbeat of the Father for his creation. When the prophet Isaiah saw the glory of God, he was so overcome that he cried out, Woe is me, for I am a man of unclean lips, and I dwell among a people of unclean lips. When he experienced God's glory, he was measured by it and it created a deep burden within him to be cleansed and for his nation to be cleansed. It was here that he heard the voice of God, Who will go for me, and who shall I send? Isaiah's call as a prophet came from the manifestation of God's glory. As he called out, Here I am, Lord, send me. Unless the church seeks, finds, and embraces the glory of God, she will never be the vessel needed to change our nation. Unless a man recognizes the glory of God all around him, he shall be lost. Paul said that the invisible things of God are seen by his creation. God is understood by his creation, so therefore men are without excuse. He goes on, for the wrath of God is revealed from heaven against all ungodliness and unrighteousness of men who hold the truth in unrighteousness, because that which may be known of God is manifest in them, for God has showed it to them. Here is the answer of God for those who wonder how God can be just in judging those who have never heard the gospel. They are without excuse, for God's glory is evident by what he created. Any claim of evolution as the origin of all things does great eternal violence to the souls of all men. The very soul of a man has been created in such a way that if he is honest about his own being, he will know that there is a God. Atheism is not only a denial of God, it is a denial of who we are as human beings. Is not Jesus' words to seek the glory of God for life and truth, to then seek for the evidence of God in all that he's made? Is it not to then glorify him with a credit for all things? Your food, shelter, protection from the elements, a home, job, car, friends, air, your health, your hope, peace, and all that exists. The Bible says, so that they are without excuse because that when they knew God, they glorified him not as God, neither were thankful but became vain in their imaginations, and their foolish heart was darkened. Professing themselves to be wise, they became fools. Not seeking to know and believe simply in the glory of God seen in our creation, which is His creation, is truly a devastating thing. It is at the root of America's sin. Shall not God visit for this? Our only hope is our groaning intercession for this nation, that which is brought on by seeking and finding the glory of God. I thought it would be a blessing to encounter His glory, and it is, but it also carries with it the burden of the Lord as He grieves for the loss of so many that He loves. Wherefore God also gave them up to uncleanness, Paul continues, through the lusts of their own hearts, to dishonor their own bodies between themselves who changed the truth of God into a lie and worshipped and served the creature more than the Creator. You see, when men do not glorify God for all that He has clearly seen to be, He has designed this world and the human heart in such a way that their closed heart and mind will lead them into immorality. Now you know the heart of it. He will let the carnally, worldly mind sink down into sins such as homosexuality, Without the capacity to glorify God, humanity will self-destruct by the judgment of God. Our very identity and destiny is to bear the glory of the one who created us, and it is by his glory that we are measured, not merely by our own virtue. We are created for much, much higher destiny and beauty than our own human potential. When men won't acknowledge the root, the cause, and the source of who they are, then God will allow the seed of sin in every man to bring about the full fruit of the corruption that's within us. Oh, I feel that I'm really a woman. You feel that way, if you do, because of the true nature of who you were created to be was buried in your soul until you were hardened. Then the rotting nature of sin grew in you until sin and corruption is what you became. That's God's word, not mine. Being filled with all unrighteousness, fornication, wickedness, covetousness, maliciousness, full of envy, murder, deceit, debates, depravity, haters of God, without natural affection, who, knowing the judgment of God that they which commit such things are worthy of death, not only do the same, but have pleasure in them that do them. They call it identity politics and an identity crisis, and they want to teach our children to accept the state of a corrupt soul as normal and natural. But it is the result of denying the existence and glory of God. Politics won't fix this, nor will violence stop the power of the Holy Spirit. God's answer is not revealing election fraud, sarcastic social media narratives, exposure of sinners and corruption, but is rather knowing and feeling the heart of God until his presence produces a true burden of love for a nation and an intercession that stands in the gap between God and men, instead of accusing and forcing the will of God and men. Seek the glory of God and then let him lead you through this wilderness that we are in. Mine eyes have seen the glory of the coming of the Lord. So goes the first line to the famous battle hymn of the Republic. The song reflects the battlefields of America's past. Through it, men have recognized that our nation and its people were aware of the glory of the Lord as our great treasure. Only as we seek his glory and rest our lives and futures upon it will we find our greatness again.